This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast. Today I'm talking to Vanessa Hicks. Vanessa is a wedding photographer based in San Diego, California, and is probably one of the easiest people to talk to, which is why I know you are going to love this episode. Today we are talking all about burnout and how to avoid it. Something that I really love about this interview is that Vanessa has so many tips and tricks for us so that going into our busy season next year, we will be more prepared so that we don't get burnt out. Everyone I know has experienced burnout at one point or another in their career. And as photographers, we tend to pour our heart and soul into our jobs, which is wonderful, but can result in burnout. Let's learn how to thrive instead of survive with Vanessa. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Logan. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Hanging in there. Happy New Year. We are in 2021. Oh my gosh. It is so exciting. I know 2020 was a a dumpster fire. I, I don't really know what to call it. It's something along those lines, but I have a feeling 2021 is going to be at least a little bit better. I think so. My theory is that Anybody that that we've made it through 2020, then we can survive anything, right? Now, let's hope that this, you know, um, goes well at the end of the year and years on when people listen to this, that it did actually go well and it ages well. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) So before we get into burnout, tell us a little bit about how you got into photography and where you are now. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. Um, For any of you guys that don't know me again, my name is Vanessa Hicks. I am a destination wedding and portrait photographer. Um, I am currently in San Diego. We are a military family. So I actually moved in the heart of the pandemic from Hawaii to San Diego. That was fun. Um, But being a military family, I have moved my business four times now in the last uh, almost seven years. So I understand between the hustle and burnout and, and all of those things as well. Um, so like I said, I'm six and a half years right now, uh, approaching seven years full time. Um, and I, I truly just love what I do. I'm also um, an educator and speaker as well, really honing in on things like blogging, SEO, relocating your business uh, and social media content. So have you always had a passion for photography or was it something that you kind of got into later in life? So while I always had a passion for photos, I wouldn't say that I was like, oh, I picked up a camera when I was three, you know, it was nothing like that for me. Um, But I grew up, if anybody has heard my story, if you haven't, um, you know, I I am a person who grew up in poverty with addict parents and my father passed away when I was 19 while I was in the military. Um, And I have five pictures of him right? That's it. We just, we weren't that type of family, right? Um, That took photos or, you know, anything like that. Maybe it was just because there wasn't anything to take pictures of. Um, But those five photos, all my deployments, military moves, everything, you know, I've got copies of those five photos because that's all I have. So while I was not uh, dreaming of being a wedding photographer and educator, I understood the importance 
importance of capturing your legacy. Because even though I grew up um, with, you know, in poverty and with addict parents, you know, I was still a child. I, I deserved to have physical memories that I, that I don't have. You know, it's been a number of years since my father passed, um, you know, and I can barely remember what his voice sounded like, you know, I mean, that's just life. Um, but these five images are the images that are, are probably my most treasured images. And so um, I actually uh, was working a corporate job after I got out of the military. And one day I walked into my corporate job and uh, on a Monday, a week before my husband was scheduled to deploy for a year, um, and they eliminated my department due to budget cuts. And so I, yeah, great, very great. So after a meltdown and crying and maybe some drinks, um, my husband asked me a question that really changed everything. He said, you know, if money wasn't an issue, uh, what would you do, right? Because while I had this corporate job, I didn't love it. And I had a camera at the time, you know, I have kids. And so obviously, you know, because of that, it was capturing them and friends. And I just blurted out, I'd be a photographer. So I expected my husband to like laugh in my face and tell me to get an air quote real job, mm -hmm. um, but he didn't. He said, all right, try it out. You know, when they deploy, you get, you know, extra, you know, it's tax-free depending on where you're at um, in deployment. And he was like, try it out. If it works, great. He was like, if it doesn't, when we move, you know, you'll go back to work. And six and a half years later, it just worked, you know? And so- oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I got the chills. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, that, that question really changed everything. And, and like I said, you know, in six and a half years, I've moved my business four times to four different locations, which obviously is a struggle in and of itself. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it helps because then again, I get, I can shoot and, and photograph anywhere, but I haven't stopped loving it yet. And, and that, and now that I get to pass on something that I didn't have, um, pass on, uh, capturing people's legacy. And it's part of my brand that I tell people that, you know, I tell my wedding couples, I'm not taking these pictures just for you, right? I'm taking them for your future children um, because they deserve these pictures too, you know? So that's like my whole brand of why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. Well, I just want to do a vow renewal now and hire you as my <laughs> photographer. You have me sold. Hey, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Oh man. So I know photography can be so much fun and being a photographer, I feel like it makes people happy. If you're a photographer, you usually love what you do, but there's also a side of it that, you know, can be stressful. So have you ever dealt with photography burnout? Oh, y'all. <laughs> well, I just said all those things, right. That just made it sound like we have the dream job, which we do. Mm -hmm. um, not only have I dealt with the burnout, I've crashed and burned right? Like there's, there's like that point, And I know we'll kind of talk about it where you're reaching burnout or when you notice it, but when you crash and burn, when that amazing husband that I just told you is letting you know that where you're failing as a wife, because you're putting this business and clients, you know, before him, where your amazing children come up to you. Uh, this, at this age, my daughter was seven. She came up to me one October, of course, October, right? You know, <laughs> in the midst of burnout uh, and mini sessions and all these things that we're going to talk about. And she came up to me and she said, mom, you know, you only attended one soccer game this season. So not only have I burned out, I, I've broken the cracks in the foundation of my personal life, my mental health, um, which is something else that I speak on, has has been fractured. Um, so not only have I hit burnout, I, I have crashed and burned and had to 
reconsider and I'll talk about it. I call them non-negotiables. I had to reconsider the non-negotiables in my life um, because at the end of the day, while I want to capture people's legacy, I wasn't living my own life. That's something hard to face, right? And have to dig yourself out of. Definitely. So at the time of this recording, it's it's January. We're just past busy season, mini session season. And I know that during that season, it is so hard not to get burnt out. So what advice do you have for our listeners to avoid burnout um, really throughout the year, but especially during that busy, you know, October through December busy season? Well, as we're coming out of it, you know, there's some people that, again, are probably feeling the burnout right now, right? Hopefully they took some rest during the holidays, um, but they're coming out of this. And and after having such a hard quarter, um, probably renegotiating and thinking of things too. Um, my advice for people, especially during the mini season, it, it, it's a couple questions really I have for the listeners. One, why are you doing the mini sessions? Right. I see so many times and I mentor so many uh, photographers who are just doing many sessions because the next person is doing them. If you are not passionate or if you don't want to, guess what, guys, you guys can have a successful quarter four, make a lot of money and not do many sessions. Mm-hmm. Right. So why are you doing the many sessions? Understanding your why really in any decision that you make. But especially during this time, if you're only doing many sessions because you're your neighbor, the other, all the other photographers are doing them, then that is going to be the first thing that's going to lead to burnout because you don't even want to do them, right? You have to want to do 10 sessions back to back at the same location, 20, 30 minutes apart, whatever it may be. That is something that you have to want to do. Believe me, there's going to be families. Um, and, you know, when we talk about mini sessions are mostly families. There's going to be families that do not want to feel rushed in their sessions or they're going to want a full hour session or whatever your normal time of sessions are. So one, why are you doing the mini sessions? And then two, set yourself a goal, right? So many times people don't know they're just doing the mini session. They're just booking to book them and then don't realize, or this is even experienced photographers that you have to then edit Mm -hmm. all of those sessions right? And get them out. And here's the thing, guys, I've built a business. Um, and maybe you guys can take this into uh, 2021 and beyond. Um, I don't work in December, right? I, I create a marketing plan to hustle for 11 months out of the year, because people are crazy <laughs> during <laughs> Christmas card season. Let's be real. Anybody that has done it, you guys know, I'm not lying. It's true. Mm-hmm. All right. People are crazy during the holiday season. I love the holidays and I want to spend it with my family, but people tend to forget that Christmas falls at the same time every year. You know, (laughs) it does. And so you're going to get those kind of low hanging fruit. And when you don't have a goal, you're just like, oh man, that's money that is leaving. But set yourself a goal because sometimes the money is not worth your mental health. It is not worth the burnout. It is not worth enjoying your family, your children during the holiday season because you're too busy editing. When your kids ask you to sit and read them a book or watch a Christmas movie, you can't because you're editing. So set yourself a goal. You know, you can have a, when I set goals, I have a small, medium and high goal. But once I hit that goal, it is done because I also know that I have to edit it and, and, you know, what I need to do after it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that, that's my advice. Why are you doing mini sessions? And then set yourself a goal that you do not surpass. Because the minute you say yes to that one person 
that forgot when Christmas sessions and when holiday cards have to go out, right, is when you're going to start to stress yourself out and start to burn yourself out. So that's pretty much what I, my two big suggestions for people. Yes. I love all of that. I actually, I, I took on, I don't, I try not to work during December either. And I took on one client in December who said, I just, I cannot find a photographer. I need, I need a, like a three day turnaround. I want to do it at this location, which just happened to be one of my favorite locations. So I said, okay, okay, we'll do it. I mean, it stressed me out that, and <laughs> that's all there is to it. It stressed me out and I wish I wouldn't have taken it on. So I obviously need to take, um, take your advice. <laughs> Look, in, in really 2020, don't get me wrong, right? I took on a few extra things, right? Because mm-hmm. we talked about the dumpster fire, the year that shall not be named. But yes. right now, everybody's setting goals. And so mm-hmm. right now, you should start to look. If you're not thinking about quarter four, when as you set goals, you're, you're doing it backwards, right? You should be looking in advance. So that's a whole nother podcast talk. But as you start, think about it now, start thinking about it now. What worked, what didn't work for your mini session season, right? And, and we know we got mommy and me mini sessions that typically are coming up and and all of these things. So what worked, what didn't work and think about those goals now, how much money did you make your last mini session round? How much would you like to make? And then break that down, break that goal down. If I want to make X amount of dollars, I need to book this many or upsell this many, know the number that you're trying to hit and have that set in stone and make that a non-negotiable. Definitely. So what are some things that our listeners can do during the busy season to kind of keep their passion for photography alive? I always make sure um, as I look at my Jan- or as I look at my 2021 calendar right now, um, as I talked about those non-negotiables, I also make sure that I put in their days off, right? And, and we hear this so much. Look, we all became entrepreneurs because we wanted to create our own schedule and, and you know, work our own hours. And a majority of us don't do that, right? right? And so before it gets busy, don't do it when it gets busy. My entire p- planner, right? I'm a, I'm a note uh, kind of paper planner. Um, everything is in pencil. You know, you learn that after a year that shall not be named of all the reschedules, <laughs> but everything is in pencil except my non-negotiables. My non-negotiables are written in pen. And so I go in for each month and I put in, and these include weekends too, right? Days off, things that um, are not a non-negotiable days off. I do that before it gets busy. So I'm not trying to find time off when it's busy. Again, you can, when you create your marketing plan and you create your business life, you will create them around these non-negotiables versus creating them around your busyness. Then it, then it will never happen. So my biggest tip when it comes to, you know, trying to be good for your busy season is right now, schedule those days off. Know when your cutoff dates are. For me, I always tell my husband, it's written It's written in pen right now because I do it every year. The week before Thanksgiving is going to be a crap show. Why? Because I'm getting everything done all the, because remember, I don't work during December. So everything has to be done before Thanksgiving. So I already know it's literally marked in red. You know, I, I have another word that I put for that week, but we're not going to talk about it with the listeners, <laughs> but you know, DM me and I'll tell you what the word is. Um, but this is the time we're in, but my husband also knows it. My children also know that don't judge me by the 18 Red Bulls that I'm drinking just this week. Everything has to be done. But because I know that, then I reverse engineer it. That means that these sessions need to be done on particularly around these dates, right? How many I can take on. So 
put those dates down that are your non-negotiables. When is going to be your, you know, close, close the door date. Have that down, have that down now. So again, you can plan around that. I love that you put those in pen because I, it's so easy to erase and just say, oh, I'm going to forget about that. But putting them down in pen, I really like the idea of that. Just besides not being able to erase it, I don't like scratching stuff out in my planner. So that works well for me. <laughs> and whiteout is ugly right now. It's exactly. all dirty. and it's, Yeah. So it's in pen because it's a non-negotiable, right? Mm-hmm. Again, everything in my planner that is, you know, Again, one of my therapists told me the best uh, thing I I do and still struggle with canceling on myself, right? Mm -hmm. I never reschedule my kids' doctor's appointments, but I reschedule mine or dentist appointments, which is, I need to do that this year. (laughs) But it's the same thing, right? Because I I will cancel plans on myself. I don't make myself a non-negotiable. And so when we do that with our business, we tend to put our clients in our business before our personal or even just business Um, non-negotiables. And so having that in pen, Again, unless you like whiteout and I don't, uh, makes it something that I'm not going to scratch off. Definitely. So is there anything that you do in your daily routine that helps you avoid burnout? The biggest thing that I do that helps me with my success is I have to-do lists. And not only do I have to-do lists, I have daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly to-do lists. Like I said, I'm I'm a big planner. Why? Because you don't know what you're working towards until you have that written down. We're moms, we're, 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 we're just human beings. There is a thought that'll come in and go out real quick, right? So one of the things that I do is that most people don't have an end date to their goals, to their to-do list, right? You wake up in the morning and you sit there and you think about what do I have to do today instead of getting up and going straight into this is what I have to do. So as I write down these to-do lists for day, week, month, quarter and year. Um, I do them the night before. So when I wake up, I already have it done. And and I keep that ahead. Do I accomplish everything? No. But when you have it written down, when I can face what I have to do, that is motivation enough for me to get it done instead of me sitting here, oh, scrolling on Instagram for an hour, up oh, scrolling through my emails for two hours, up oh, Pinterest, all of these other things. And then you sit and you realize you didn't get anything done. So yeah, so my to-do list, writing out your goals, writing out your to-do list, physically writing them out or digitally if that's your forte, but writing them out every day um, is one of the biggest keys to my success. I like that you say you write them out the night before. I just started doing that and I found that when I do it the night before instead of the morning of and try to figure out what I have to do that day, I get so much more done that day than if I write them in the morning. Because if you write it in the morning, right? So you get up, you're not motivated already. You got your coffee or whatever it is, right? And now you're spending an hour writing what you need to do today. Now you've just wasted an hour. Exactly. Writing what you need to do today, right? Like I'm all about, you know, I've got this much time that I have to work. And all you just mentioned, right? You got kids down for a nap. I've got this amount of time to do what I need to do. I'm not going to spend any of that time trying to figure out what it is I need to do. Exactly. (laughs) So I, I always make sure that I write those goals down before, right? So my January goals were written before I stepped into January, right? My Q my quarter one goals, same thing. Um, so making sure that you write them in advance, um, mm-hmm. right before whatever, you should wake up and step into that to-do list. 
Definitely. So one more thing that I really want to talk about is taking time for yourself. So, you know, taking time for yourself during the busy season, or if you're a mom or a parent in general, just any day (laughs) can be kind of easier said than done. How do you make sure that you are taking time for yourself during these busy times? Well, as I mentioned, and, you know, I, I go to therapy and so I'm not the, the expert. I'm never going to sit here and say that I do it 100%. When I'm a healthy entrepreneur, a healthy person, um, I make sure that that is on the top of my to-do list. So recently, um, the newest habit for me is that I get up in the morning and I immediately read for 30 minutes, right? I realized I didn't read a whole lot last year. Again, the year that shall not be named. Um, mm-hmm. So I immediately get up and read. Um, and I find something that I enjoy. I know the listeners obviously can't see us, but we were uh, talking about our Peloton bikes and I can see yeah. your Peloton bike behind you. But um, I love my Peloton bike and being able to spend that 30, 40, you know, an hour to take care of me. I read something recently that said self-care, while it should be mandatory, right? And however you do self-care, it's not just your baths or your spa dates. Sometimes it is reading a book or taking a nap, or whatever it may be. Some way in our world, it became a luxury, something that you have to earn, instead of something that has to be done in order to take care of the rest of the stuff, right? Filling Mm -hmm. in your own cup. And so, again, what is your non-negotiable for yourself? You know, that therapist told me, if a friend broke all those promises and was as flaky to me as I am to myself, would that person be my friend? And I was like, no, <laughs> right? So again, why, you know, he, he always began me in my feels. And so it's the same thing. That's the question that I ask, you know, for you guys, if you would be, would you be friends with someone who kept breaking promises to themselves? You're not going to be the best photographer. You're not going to be the best educator. All of these things that you may want to do if you're not taking care of yourself. So stop making self-care something you have to earn. That should be something that has to be done in order to do the rest of the things. So I try to take care of myself in the morning, right? Get it done before I step into work, right? So I know I've taken care of me because we all know, oh, if I do it at night, then, oh, something came up, a client needs a call, I got something to edit, I'm tired, whatever. And then I've broken a promise to myself. So find your time. Maybe it's not morning for you. Um, Make yourself a non-negotiable, guys. Take care of yourself, whatever it may be. Sometimes my self-care is sitting with a cup of coffee or maybe something else, right? Watching Hamilton, Ships Creek, something like that that I love, right? Um, But again, it is something for me. I feel better after it, right? Rest, do not make rest something that needs to be earned. I encourage all of you guys that in 2021 and beyond during busy season, all of these things, do not make your rest something that needs to be earned. It is something that has to be done. I love that. On the Peloton, I don't know if you've taken the ride, but it's called the year of yes. Oh, girl, I read that book before we came into 2021. Just so you know, I love Shonda Rhimes. I read it a few years ago um, and my year of yes changed everything. That's why I'm on this podcast with you. It was the year I was going to become an educator. It was all of these things. And so, you know, again, the year that shall not be named, just there were so many no's. And so I picked up, and my book is like 
definitely crinkled and all this stuff because I, I you know, <laughs> read it before and I just read it because I decided that 2021 was going to be my year of yes too. And then Peloton came out with the year of yes rise. Girl, I have cried so much on this bike <laughs> because the messages are so good. And it talked about that too. So yes, yeah. but we make us a yes, but oh, the year of yes rise are so good. They are. They are. Make sure that you take time for yourself. Like, like you mentioned, you know, self-care is something that does not need to be earned. And that's why I brought up the Peloton rides because they talk about that uh, so much during those, but you deserve it. And it's not something that you have to earn every day. So take care of yourself. Um, If our listeners want to find you on social media, where can they find you? I love Instagram. Instagram is my jam. So make sure you follow me at Vanessa Hicks Photography. Um, I do have a free education group on Facebook, Vanessa Hicks Education Community. Come join us, you know, a safe community or, you know, free education, all of us there together to make each other better. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me and happy new year. Happy new year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.